Have you seen the videos lately of Eddie Hearn just ethering Jake Paul to his face? Ethering? No, dude. Just absolutely, just t- just telling him that he's like an average fighter and like stuff. Oh, like oh that. yeah, 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 yeah. That I definitely have. Yes. So funny, dude. He's just like I beat a five-time world champion. Yeah, but he's not a real boxer, Jake. Yes, I <laughs> like, know. Like straight to his grill. <laughs> I love it. Fuck. There, that's We're a starting whole, off with that. <laughs> I know. That's a whole nother conversation to be had too because honestly, like there is a very real case for the Tommy Fury fight, although he didn't look good in his last fight either. And I think if they were to put that fight together, there's just going to be like – people may be surprised. And I'm in no way, shape, or form like fucking – I'm no way being like, oh – jake paul is a fucking good boxer like he can like no you give him anybody that's like a legitimate you know top 30 guy 20 guy but maybe you know maybe top 20 like he's probably getting fucked up you imagine what canelo alvarez would do to somebody like him oh man i don't know that's not even fun to talk about you know what i'm saying (laughs) like that's that's fun i mean maybe anderson anderson silva maybe Anderson yeah. Silva, I, I, that's the fight I want to see. Like, I want to see you fight somebody who can actually fight. You love fighting old dudes anyway. That would be so good. Why don't you fight the one old dude that will actually maybe fuck you up? So you know that he's fighting on top of that, uh, that yeah, rock, Burj yeah, Khalifa. Burj Khalifa. There you go. Which that would just freak me out. Like, I, I'm good. Like, I wouldn't oh, want to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's fucking true. I it's so high that. in the air. Like, you'd be looking around. Like, man, oh. if somebody. <laughs> If somebody punches me too hard, I'm falling off this motherfucker. No, don't like, talk about that. No, I don't talk about that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like my palms are sweating thinking about that's it. That's valid. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. That's very Anyway, valid. that's for the cold open of the working no. class violence. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. Cue the go. office theme song. Da, yeah, da, da. I don't have one. I don't know where to go after that. That's the cold open, baby. Oh, I'll shit. I'll let you run with it from here. Uh, thanks. Put, I'm, no, I'm sharing. You got to entertain for like another two seconds. I'm sharing it on the thing. Well, well, I know you got sponsors and all that shit. That you, um, fucking you know, yeah, smack that's out. And then we can get, like in, we can get down to brass tacks here. Yes, yes. Brass tacks. I got two fights, more. Baby. I got two more. Oh, my God. You know what? You fucking do that. I'm going to hit my bong one more time. Again. Dude, Let's hit. Oh, man. You're a savage, dude. You're fucking something else. You are something else. All right. Well. We are in it. So, we have UFC 274 tomorrow night. This is our uh, working class violence uh, preview. Uh, I got to change that to preview, not review. Okay. (laughs) Showing up today. We just got done with the I Hate the Scene podcast. Uh, That was fun. And... uh, We are getting into this. It is a fucking huge day. Uh, the day before the fights, ceremonial weigh-ins today. Uh, to start off, the card was originally supposed to be um, the lightweight champion, Charles Oliveira, defending the belt 
against uh, challenger Justin Gaethje. We were going to have a co-main event of strawweight title fight between Rose Namajunas and Carla Esparza, Rose Namajunas being the champion, and a couple other uh, pretty big fights across the board. And, uh, I mean, we're just going to get right into it. Fuck the reads. Um, Charles Oliveira missed weight by half a pound. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Charles Oliveira misses weight by half a pound and has been stripped of the lightweight title. Like, I found out about that from my friend. Like, I, I, I met him over, over uh, was meeting them over where they were chilling at. And I was just like, I walked in and he's like, dude, Oliveira missed weight. And I was just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I didn't even believe him. I thought it was mm-hmm. a joke. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they, I, I like, this. My, my other friends start saying it too, and I'm just like, like the, sh- the it's a shock. Like, I'm just like, it was almost like somebody told me they somebody died. Like I was just like, wait a minute, what? And then you're like, he's been stripped of this fucking title. I don't think anyone's ever been stripped of a title from missing weight. So like, from a fighter who's like been who's been clawing at fighters and fans for respect and like you are on the cusp of getting it like if Oliveira beats Gaethje he's gotta have his respect at this point and then you fucking miss weight by half a pound so I originally had several different things lined up we were gonna talk a little bit of BJ Penn we were gonna talk some history in the lightweight division and the significance of it and this is one of the most significant things to happen not only in this division but also in the UFC like Jordan said this is the very first time this has ever happened where a champion has missed weight in a title fight we have had examples in the past of the challengers missing weight think Davis and Figueroa think um Talos Littis back in the day against uh, Anderson Silva, you know, recently. Uh, I mean, the uh, inaugural, I believe, Bantamweight, no, 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 the inaugural uh, flyweight champion for the women's division, Nika Montoya, she fucking didn't make a title fight because she missed weight uh, and wasn't able to uh, continue. And it's just very weird situation. And you know, for it to be a champion, for it to be Charles Oliveira, who does have a history of missing weight, okay, he yeah. did miss weight at the UFC or the Ultimate Fighter 20 finale, which featured Rose Namajunas and Carlos Barza's original strawweight title fight. So a little weird twist in uh, history to present there. Uh, yeah, but that was wild how that lined up. The tough, yeah. the tough 20 thing, like that's you know, fucking wild. And they brought that up on another podcast I listened to, the Morning Combat podcast, and they were talking about how that was just like a something to keep in mind because it was at featherweight. And Charles, they were basically speaking of the fact that Charles Oliveira has grown in that eight years, just like a Rose Namajunas and the Carla Esparza has. Um, you know, but hey, twist of fate, he misses fucking weight, bro, by half a pound. And get this. So now with the new, I mean, it's not even really new, but the weigh-ins, the way that they're done is there's an original weigh-in in the morning. And then they have the official weigh-ins later in the day, which are really just them standing on the scale and getting the reads. So during the weigh-ins, Charles Oliveira initially comes in half a pound over. He comes in half a pound over and essentially is given an hour to cut half a pound. I was watching the weigh-in show, UFC, Daniel Cormier, um, the the Laura Sanko, and then um, fucking 
some other dude, were getting drunk on Modelo's laughing at the fact that it only had half a pound and that he could cut it in no time. And, you know, they were basically saying that this is going to be a breeze. Like it's, you know, shouldn't be that difficult for him. Everybody else was making weight during this time. It was only half a pound. Then he comes back at the end of the hour Still fucking half a pound. Like, I don't understand what happened. People are saying that he could be injured. Like, there's obviously a bunch of just theories going on right now. But you look at that, it, he clearly didn't make any progress over that hour. So that goes to show that something wasn't right. During that hour, Justin Gaethje points out that he's already back at 162 pounds, which is fucking ridiculous. I can only imagine what kind of condition Oliver is in. If he had to cut that much weight, he failed it. Which I will, which I will, I, I did want to address, but like, I also, I didn't really get too deep into the research. Um, but apparently, like they want the researching like a, a messed up scale, like because even in the one in the one little clip of him, he looks over like he's confused. Like, wait, what? Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, I mean, that's that's I interesting. I don't wanna, that's very interesting. Like, I, I think like the Arizona like at, like state commission or something was like looking into it. They I, did. I can't confirm that or anything. They but, did like, mention I that. I read that. They did mention that at the uh, at the weigh-in show itself, and they were talking about how it should be positioned differently. And they there was a very like rapid rise when fighters would step on the scale. And yeah, there was some things that they were pointing out that were kind of weird, um, you know. And there was clear disappointment in Charles Oliveira's face, although he did look sunk in, man. He did, he looked like he was not not in the best of uh, conditions. So that so that goes back to a point that you just said, and I said I, w- I wanted to come back to that is. Now think how dehydrated he is and all of this now. Like now you have to worry about fatigue against somebody who's probably is very, very, very capable of knocking your fucking lights out. Who was already eight to ten pounds heavy within forty-five minutes, all probably water weight, right? Justin Gaethje is a wrestler. He's been doing this forever. He's never had an issue with weight. <clears throat> He's on point per usual. So the drama kicks in once that happens because they're like, holy fuck. Now the title fight's over. They can still fight if they want to, but there's no title on the line. Justin Gaethje doesn't get the opportunity and people were upset and they were like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. There's an option here. And from my understanding, here's how it works out. So there is a vac- there is vacating the title. In this situation, vacating the title is uh, basically – somebody saying, Hey, I'm going to actively give this up and I'm no longer going to be the champion. And in that situation, um, you know, it's, it's almost as like the only time we've really seen this is when TJ Dillashaw vacated the title right before he got popped for EPOs. And we discussed this a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. and you know, that's when the fighter themselves is actually going in and saying, Hey, I'm giving the title up. And I guess they gave that option to Oliveira in the back rather than stripping him in the situation that he would have been stripped i guess that they would have had to basically say hey there there is no title fight yeah they can still do the fight And at that point justin gaethje has a decision himself to say hey i do want to take the fight or i don't want to take the fight if he does charles Oliveira is going to get fine they're going to continue on but at, at in that case Justin's really got nothing to win, man. Like you just went through all this work. You went through a championship fight camp. You know, you're ready for five rounds and you're ready for at the end of that five rounds to be able to claim the title if you win, right? Or within. And so it seemed like it was a a shitty situation on that end. However, I guess because of either him being stripped or vacating, the way that he did it is now allowing Justin Gaethje, if he is victorious tomorrow, 
to then become the lightweight champion, which is good to hear because that means that all the all the work that he's put in and all the efforts that he's made towards this camp and towards this fight uh, aren't going to be done in in vain or in any type of uh, ill manner because he 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 will be given the opportunity to become the champion tomorrow if he wins and rightfully so. I think that was a good move. I don't know if that's because Charles Oliveira decided that he was going to give it up, but if he did, then even kudos to him, man. He realizes that he fucked up and made a mistake. Either way, you're not going to be the champ. That is Dana White's biggest pet peeve is missing weight. And you are not going to fucking continue to hold a belt if you, as a champion and as a now, representative of a division, cannot do that. Facts. And to my understanding, yeah, and I, I was talking to my brother about it because, like, literally every, every, everybody I know that, like, watches fights, like, I texted them all the same thing. And mm-hmm. everybody, you called me at the same time. My brother called me. And, like, like I, I he told me, oh, he's like, we don't, we don't know what happened. And I literally went... Fuck that. You are a champion. That this is unacceptable. Like I, I just I don't I don't have anything for you on that. Like I just don't. You are a professional fighter. You how the fuck do you not make weight? He had a couple misses at Featherweight and he was basically told, you know, as 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 at least as it's laid out, he was basically told, listen. You got to move up to 155 and start proving yourself there before you're able to. You're having weight issues and you can't continue here. So he moves up to 155. He was on a fucking 10 fight win streak. He was on a tear and he didn't seem to have any issues. You know, there were some times where he had complained about weight cuts and there were some times where he was talking about, you know, he's glad that he did become a champion when he did because the weight cut isn't getting any easier and he's getting older, right? It's not getting any easier on him. Man, this is a fucking huge, huge, huge impact to him and, and to. You know, if he wins tomorrow, what a weird fucking situation, man. And that well, still goes to, to the fight. Like, how are we even going to call this fight? Granted, he's he's he could be compromised. You know, if there is really an issue there, and he his body just isn't at isn't able to cut any more weight. I don't know if he's going to be able to retain the weight in a manner that's going to allow him to compete to his fucking best. You know. <sighs> now, to my understanding, to like the things that I've seen online, like. If he wins, then he's the number one contender, right? I guess, right. but like you probably have, uh, you I know, don't you know. Could throw Dustin like, Poirier in there. You could throw the winner of Chandler and Ferguson, which we'll get to here in a bit. You know, I jumped the quick gun and was like, "Yo, you fucking strip his ass. You throw up Michael Chandler, and we do Chandler Gaethje two five rounds for the belt." But nah, I mean, I'm glad. And and I will say, I will say, I'm glad that we're still getting the Oliveira Gaethje fight. I'm glad that Gaethje still gets the opportunity mm-hmm. to become the champion. I, he deserves it. It's going to be a great fight, I think, he as long as it. Oliveira can show up. But if not, man, what if he goes in there and starches him? What if Gaethje goes in there and just lays him out and there actually is an issue with fucking Oliveira? So be it. Yeah, right? You 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 wanted to fight. Yeah. That is what it is. You, like That's yeah. the fight. Francis Ngannou went in there with fucking torn ligaments in his knee, like, mm-hmm. and he still won the fight. Like, it happens. Yeah, you know, and there's no, there's no, there's nothing to be said that, you know, Charles Oliveira has never fought like adversity in a in a weight oh, cut or no, has ever no, no. like persevered over something. But this is a colossal fuck up. Yes. This is a colossal stain on something that is. Fuck, you were building a legacy, man. You were you were primed to be this fucking come from behind champion that was just poised to fucking dominate to some degree, you know? We've never seen this. That's that's as monumental as it gets. Yeah. 
that's the first time we've ever seen that. Unless, like, I just, like, like I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm just new into the sport. Like, no. like everybody I've talked to, they're just like, dude. Yeah, it's the first time. It's yeah. the, it, the, the champion has. That the, the a champion has. It's fucking crazy. You know, so fucked many, up it's, that it's bad. A lot, it's, it's happening to a lot. A lot of people are missing weight, man. Rob Font missed weight. That was sad. I mean, a couple like, pounds. Damn. By a couple pounds, yes. Yeah. Fucking got lit up, too. That was a great fight. That was a great yeah. fight, man, and and I think I, I I still think this is gonna be a good fight. I still think that we're gonna oh, get yeah. a oh, gonna fucking a great, great fight. fight. You but know, now it's just not like I was torn between this and the Chandler the Ferguson fight. Changed. I mean, I do they though? I mean, if 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 Oliveira wins, if Charles wins, you throw him in another title fight, right? Obviously, he's got to fucking. I think they'll also win in like astounding fashion, and he's got to be held to some sort of standard. Like they got to te- check his. I don't know. They got to keep track of him. He's got to get some PI treatment or something where they really get him on a fucking weight cutting regimen where he's not going to have this issue again, man, because you're going to be, you may not get a title fight. If you win, you may not just jump into one immediately, you know, especially if Chandler goes in there and fucking Rex Ferguson and Dustin Poirier wants Chandler, they would make that a title fight. I'm going to, I need to go see these rankings real quick. Or they'd get, you know, McGregor back in one for some shit. Man, I don't even know if we should go down that road because that just really, this is just a fucking weird, a weird turn of events in the fact that even if Charles Oliveira wins, he's not going to be the champion. The belt's going to be up for grabs. They can make any type of match they want to that seems plausible between guys at the top of the division. And yeah, do you have them? Read them off. What do you got? This is so easy. All right, just for, here's our top five. So we have Justin Gaethje, Dust, it has Gaethje and Poirier are both listed as ones, so that's yeah, that strange, could be but. that could be. So Gaethje, Poirier, uh, Mahakshev, uh, Dairush, yeah. and Chandler. So, damn, if do Chandler you bump wins, you put him do you, in. Do you bump oh, they, Islam? Dude, they have to give him a title shot after this. You bump Islam and you make if Chandler wins in dominating fashion. Chandler and if Islam. If Oliveira wins, if Oliveira wins this fight. And he's really the, the number one contender. Then they haven't made that Islam uh, Darush fight official. They haven't scheduled that. So yeah. like, well, because he got injured, right? Darush had to pull out. Yeah, and, like, and yeah, Poirier is about to fight in what July or something. Like Poirier's fighting somewhat he soon. Was I don't on think the, they've announced it. Like they, I think, had him in the war room for. Something didn't yeah, they? yeah. I don't know. That, that was a crazy leak. That yeah, was fucking wild. We talked about that's that. Wild that July as fuck. card looks crazy, and they're that's talking about Volk Holloway three. Anyway, we don't even yeah, go down we there, right? uh, <laughs> we'll do it forever. But like, I mean, Mahakshev deserves a title shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's no doubt that he doesn't. I mean, he's he's definitely put in the the body of work. It's just that like, no, I want to see. I want to. I want to see him against somebody else. I want to see him against Darius or Chandler, or or I want to see him against top five. You don't want to. See, you wouldn't want to see Islam and Oliveira. Uh, well, yeah, that, that yeah, is, yeah. Oliveira's got to smash. Oliveira's got to smash Gaethje, and uh, you know, well, he is top five. I didn't mean to say anybody in the top five, but he's got to face a guy that like. I don't want him to face Poirier because I just want. I want. <laughs> I see this devastation hey, wherever he goes, and I want even Poirier, if Oliveira like, loses so and Islam here, doesn't but... get a title shot, fight him. Like those two could fight still. 
It'd be a great fight. It would be a great fight. <sighs> yeah, it would. But anyway, what's your call what for tomorrow? What's fight? your what's, what's your call for tomorrow for the main event? Who do you see taking it? How do you see him taking it? Oh, Gaethje's knocking him the fuck out. He's dehydrated uh, as hell. Like he's yeah. and like I said, Gaethje's already up way. Oh yeah, Gaethje's. Does this whatever. does it make it any more of a? Does it make it any better of a fight if they go out there and they bang for five rounds and Charles Oliveira is just able to fucking push through? Yeah, of course. Win or lose. Win or lose, like that's what we want, right? Is that possible? Do you think that's possible? Do you think we get that version of Charles Oliveira tomorrow? It's a fight. Anything Probably not, can right? Happen. It's a fight. Anything yeah, but the st- yeah, but st- we're we're trying to pull numbers here. Like, how are you calling it? And like, I have Gaethje knocking him out round two. Like, maybe round I one. Say, I, I just think I just think Oliveira is going to be just as aggressive, and it could be a firefight. I don't think Gaethje's going to get caught, but I think the first round is going to be a lot of like kicks, a lot of like testing distance. A lot of footwork, and I think Gaethje's just gonna have to fucking go and knock that wall down, man, and not give a fuck. He he can get caught though, and that's what's fucking worrisome is his chin. He hasn't quite gotten that clip yet that's fucking laid him out, unless you were talking about the Poirier fight. But there, it's just a matter of time before he goes out a little bit easier. You know what I'm saying? There's just a matter of time before he drops a little bit easier. Oh, and yeah. Charles Oliveira, if he is showing up on point, can connect. And I just hope Gaethje fucking keeps his hands up, man. He he just has so much to fucking gain and like so much to fucking lose. Oh my god, that's just how he fights. Goosebumps already. It's an exciting fight. Already, fuck. All right, he's called the highlight for a reason. Co-main event. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. This was wild because I actually I went back and watched this fight. Uh, I finally found it. it. It was on ESPN Plus. We were talking about it. I finally found it all and everything. Yep. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Get yeah, it, women's strawweight championship rematch. The Holy champion shit. Rose Namajunas versus Carla Esparza. Oh, they originally Rose. fought back in, I believe, 2014, um, and it was for the strawweight t- championship, the inaugural strawweight championship. So the first time ever, it was at the finale of the Ultimate Fighter, and Carla Esparza won. It was a decision. And uh, Rose Namajunas was very young in her career at that time. Since then, they've obviously had different trajectories. Rose is a two-time strawweight champion, first defeating Joanna Janjacek, uh, then defending it against her, then losing it to Jessica Andrade, and then gaining it back against uh, Weili Zhang, and then defending it against her as well. She's on a tear right now. She's building her legacy, even though she doesn't like the idea of a legacy yet. This is going to be a great fucking fight. What did you think about the first one? It was eight years ago. They're obviously very different fighters, and they are now very different paths. But Carla Esparza has earned herself this championship fight. She has also Absolutely. been very impressive lately. Absolutely dominated Rose. Like, like yeah, uh, it was her, just an absolute like master class in wrestling. And see, I think a lot of people are like, oh, it's going to be. A domination by Rose. No, I think Carlos Barza has the formula to at least stifle. I don't necessarily think Rose is going to lose, but I don't, I don't think, think Rose is going to lose either. I don't. I don't think that Carlos is going to dominate because Rose is a much better fighter now. Like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But Carla is not going to go out easy. Carla is going to put up a fight, and she's going to make it. I think fucking dirty. She's going to try to get ground and pound. She's going to try to get on the ground and dominate. And Rose has fucking phenomenal jujitsu, phenomenal jujitsu. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, we saw Andrade's drop around her head, man. She She's a small girl. She can get muscled around. She can get tossed around in there. And Carla Esparza knows how to use her power. She knows how to use her pressure. Uh, her ground and pound is pretty nice. Although Rose is just a fucking assassin on the hands or with her hands on the feet. She's fucking vicious. Head kicks. Fucking combinations. <sighs> it's fucking it's wild be, ass fight. It's going to be exciting, man. It's going uh, to be a fucking scrap, dude. I can't wait. Like. <laughs> It's gonna be so good. I mean, I don't. I, I, see... I, lo- I love Rose too. Like she's such. She she's very like. She's the best, dude. She's the best. Yeah. She is the that, absolute that, best. Yeah. And because like I mean, I, I just got into the sport when I just got into the sport. Like, like not long after I just started was the whole like I'm the best. I'm the best, and then yes. she won and all that thing. Yeah. So it was just like it was just cool as fuck to see like, and like as the sport as the time goes on you realize like oh she's just just chilling out out of she's just normal as fuck like she's a very likable person when she beat fucking yoana and is just bawling her eyes out i cried dude i cried watching it when there was the fucking same night as gsp and fucking bisbing dude and she dc's yelling thug rose i ball my eyes out dude she was fucking so happy and then when she fucking yeah when she beats i am the best fucking and she was saying that she is the fucking best dude so what's crazy Here's a crazy fact. If she beats Carla Esparza, that means that Rose has beaten every strawweight champion that the divisions had. So if she beats Rose, if she gets this, this redemption, all right, Carla Esparza won the first meeting. If Rose Namajunas is able to get the redemption, she has beat every strawweight champion that the division has had and has essentially just staked her claim as the fucking the best. Has fucking yeah. staked her claim as, you know, probably the best one of the best female fighters of all time. She's, she's up there. Goat, ter- goat yeah. territory. I mean, is it it's safe to say Rousey, Nunez, Rose in the UFC for sure. Cyborg out of the UFC would be the only addition to that, I think. And if you want to get like all time, you could add uh, Katzen, or, uh, not Katzengano, uh, Gina Carano from like back in the strike force days. But I mean, those are the three UFC. I mean, Shevchenko's up there. Shevchenko. Yeah. yeah she might be Shevchenko's, four. Shevchenko's yeah. high Rose might be four. List. Rose might be four. Yeah. But yeah. she's there. She's there. She's number four with a bullet, like fucking hands down and is just, yeah. Valentina just fucking crazy. Is, is violent. It's, it's, I mean, it's always just crazy to watch that girl fight. What's what's that's a crazy fight to think about her and Rose Shevchenko and Rose, but I mean they they're buddies they that that wouldn't happen and Rose you know that's a whole nother fucking ten pounds for her yeah. she's got a lot of work to do you know I think Andrade looked phenomenal with that fucking head and arm choke the standing head and arm choke from a couple weeks ago oh yeah you know they could wild. rematch that would be crazy if they rematch that would be a second fight between or a third fight between them because they're one yeah. and one. Damn, Rose might just be on a on a string of rematches. She rematched Joanna. She fucking laughing, rematched Waylay. She's fucking damn, dude. That's crazy. I think laughing she's gonna the fucking division again. I think she's gonna take the decision. Uh, it is probably gonna go all five rounds. I think it's gonna be an exciting fight. Like I said, I think they're both gonna have their moments, but I think Rose is just gonna be a little bit better on the feet, be able to evade a little bit more. She's definitely not gonna get. I don't see her getting tapped out i mean i could see maybe a ground and pound if she's just viciously maybe. mauled but that's the really only way i see uh i see carla getting it getting it done yeah it's gonna be cool man uh, you think you it, think a decision uh nah 
I'm going Rose. I'm going Rose. No, you know what? No, I'm going Rose with a knockout. Knockout. Woo! I'm going Rose knockout. I'm, I'm knockout happy tonight. Like all I'm right. manifesting knockouts. All right, all right. I was gonna say submission because of her because of the jujitsu, but I was just like, see, that's where I think nah. it's gonna get tricky. I think it gets tricky on the ground. I Carla, like, Carla like can Carla's take her down. Try to take her down and fuck yes. her, hit her with a knee for ground and pound. <laughs> yeah, that could I'm be. calling that one. Yeah. I don't know about. Or I don't know the round, but I feel like Car- Carla's gonna try and take her down, bro. and Rose is gonna hit her with a knee. Bro, that's a fucking call. That that's is call. such a good call. Wow. Yeah, dude, that's a good one. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's and I'm gonna solid. and for that one, I'll go fourth round. <sighs> Damn, because dude, she, that's where it gets really interesting. Because if, if Carla can one hundred percent take her down, she can one hundred percent implement a ground and pound on her. But Rose is so defensively good. Rose is so defensively good in the jujitsu realm, absolutely. But just on the feet, she gets out of the way. She cuts angles when she strikes. She's always off center. She always comes in from this weird angle and exits on a completely different angle. She's just too good. I think if she does try to get taken or she the takedown is attempted, that knee is there. A kick to the face is fucking there. Mean ass combos. <sighs> more importantly, who does Rose train with now? Oh yeah. Yeah. Fucking Kamaru Justin and Gaethje. fucking Justin Gaethje. And yeah, dude. Kamaru and Usman, who are best both in the world. Phenomenal wrestlers. Yeah. Usman, yeah. one of the best wrestlers in the world. Whitman, Whitman has done probably the most slept on wrestler. Like. Whitman has done so much for that fucking entire oh squad, God, dude. He's, he's a genius. genius. He's a fucking genius. He's a fucking genius. <sighs> All right, Rose and I'm unison. So we're yeah. in unison. Justin Gaethje yeah, and Rose. Oh, for sure. But I'm still, just, even though she she's probably got phenomenal wrestling now, I'm still going with my my uh, knee to the head of, of, of a take that's, down. That's solid. That's solid. <sighs> I don't know if I like this fight, sir. I don't know you if I'm about it. don't like it? I mean, I do. I love the fight. Obviously, Listen, it's going to be a fucking ridiculous say, fight. I just, claim. I mean, Tony Ferguson, man. I don't, I don't want to see him. I feel like he's getting fed to the fucking wolves. And of course, I want to see this. Of course, I want to see the this fucking. Is about to, you thought, I, I actually am making, I'm going to make a hot prediction on this fight right Go here. Go for it. I want to hear it, please. This is going to be more violent than Chandler Gaethje. Yes, it is. So listen, and I, but I'm afraid that it's going to be to the side of fucking Ferguson getting beat up. And I told you my little theory is this. Tony was always the fucking company man, but there was just something about him that's not sold. Michael Chandler has been, you know, I love Michael Chandler. He's a phenomenal fighter and a great dude, but he's been up the ass of UFC. He has touted the UFC horn so hard since he's become a part of the roster. And he's obviously getting paid handsomely for it. He's obviously getting the fights he wants for it. He was thrown in at the top of the division. This fight... He's on a fucking, what, two-fight losing streak? This is something, and Ferguson's facing a three-fight losing streak. They're both on losing streaks right now. This is crazy to think about. And people, no doubt, are fucking counting out Tony Ferguson and putting him at the at, at the back end of his career and thinking that he could be done after this with another loss. And, like, that's hard to fucking digest, man. The boogeyman, the fucking real-life El Kakui that has just murdered people on the feet and has made them look like never straight murder scenes. El Kakui. He's the fucking boogeyman, bro. He's the fucking boogeyman. He's the El Kakui, the monster in the house. You run by the fucking bedroom when the light's off and you don't fucking, t- you don't look. You Like the George Lopez joke, you run by, you slide, you flip the light switch on because he, the Kakui's in there. He's going to fucking get you. intimidating human being. He's fucking vicious, bro. The fucking yeah. photos of the blood, the other people's blood just coming down his face and he's fucking, yeah. all his gloves all stained, dude. He is a monster. He is a downright vicious 
human being, but he has fucking been slacking. He has been slacking his, I mean, not slacking, but he's been lacking. And it could be because of changing camps. He's not working with Eddie Bravo with jiu-jitsu as much anymore. He does, he has gone a cycle through cornerman from, from what I've heard, or at least camp styles. You know, it's, it's, he hasn't looked good. The Dariush fight, he lost way too easily. He got murdered at the hands of fucking Gaethje. <sighs> I mean, Gaethje does that to people. <clears throat> I, yeah, uh, I know, man. That was the start of the decline. That yeah, started man. the decline. Um, well, that started John, for Chandler's case, wasn't he was a former champion champion in Bellator? In Bellator, yeah, man, several time champion, three times, so I, I think. That, so I guess that, like, I guess that kind of plays into an effect of like. He was the poster child for Bellator. And he came over and has now become the UFC's go-to guy for these vicious-ass fights. You know, the Dan Hooker fight, a little odd of a booking, but he came in and just completely, you know, took Hooker out, which well, Hooker was, is... Uh, didn't he step in for somebody? Hooker uh, stepped in for someone in that fight. No, that was oh, the I, first fight. I, I, thought, no. I, thought, I thought Hooker stepped, replaced somebody like somebody got hurt or something happened. I'm pretty sure that was the first booking, and people thought it was weird, but mm. it was something that... You know, and but Hooker has been on a on a slide too, so that doesn't really speak to Chandler's necess, You know exactly how good he is. He had fucking great fights, obviously with Eddie Alvarez and the Pitbull bro- brothers and fucking Bellator, and obviously his fight with Chandler or with uh, Gaethje was fucking crazy. I just I don't see how he's going to be a step behind in this. I don't see how he's going to be a step. You know, he's just fucking such a great athlete. He's phenomenal on the feet, a great wrestler. Tony says that he's going to out-wrestle him and out-work him, and I don't see that, man. Jiu-jitsu, maybe. Yeah, he could probably lay on a pretty heavy jiu-jitsu game, but out-wrestle him? Do you feel like uh, like fighters just like... Not that I'm, I'm not saying whether he could or couldn't, like, but don't you, don't you feel like just fighters as a whole like just say stuff just to like... Oh, for shock value? Just, Absolutely. Just for, not even shock value, just for like mental games or just like... Or oh, yeah. just for like like your own personal like confidence like you just say like yeah. oh i'm gonna wrestle i'm just like you just so it like almost just like yeah i just i would tell myself i'm gonna do it so i actually do it type stuff like 100 some of the some shit like that like it definitely makes sense like 100 yeah, can, can we look at the fact that they are just completely different in terms of like heaviness and weight you know uh and I mean, this photo that I'm about to, this photo isn't the necessarily most recent photo of the two, but this is how they generally look all the time. Michael Chandler generally looks like a fucking monster and Tony Ferguson generally comes in pretty skinny, pretty lean, you know, not a lot of, uh, he's not fat, he's not, you know, shredded, but he's like no. belly, but he's just got crazy fucking cardio. He's always killing it. But this is them at the press conference uh, Thursday. And Tony's fucking tiny. Tony is tiny, and Michael Chandler fucking, of course, made 155. He's a fucking tank. He'll probably be in the 170s, close to 180 come fight night. You know, his cardio can be questioned. And that's where it can get interesting, is Tony Ferguson can take this into the third round, and Chandler could get tired. We saw Chandler get a little bit tired against Gaethje. And if there's anybody that can put on a pace, it's Ferguson. And if Ferguson is at his peak and has been training as good as he, he once, you know, he once was and is, is performing as good as he once was. He could be a step ahead of Chandler come the second late half of the second, third round and maybe outstrike him, maybe put him away with some just really aggressive pressure, back him up into a fucking cage, hit him with some body shots, tire him out. That could happen. That could happen. 
I don't know what the possibility is, though. I don't know what the or the probability, rather. I don't know how how likely that is to be the outcome. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I um. I know <laughs> that I that really depressing? want. No, I'm just saying. I just I know that I really want. I don't know who I want to win which fight. Like, like, or, or I don't, or I'm not saying that. I don't know who I want to win that fight. Um, because I like, I like Chandler. Um, and, but I want to see Tony, like, get a win. So, like, I, I really, but like, I just really I'm hope torn. that I get a violent fight. I'm like, I think torn. I'm going to because I feel like them two are just going to beat the fucking shit out of each other. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I don't know. And I also like a part of me th- like thought that like if if Tony Ferguson lost he'd get cut. See, I don't know if they'll go that far, but yeah, I, I feel like it even like got reported that they were like, like yeah, no, he's not gonna, you're not gonna get cut. Yeah, um, he's not. He's yeah, third on this. He's, he's third on this card. He's probably gonna be opening up a pay per view if it, if it's a loss, you know, and yeah. against two. That's what you don't want to see, man. I don't want to see him take any extra damage. If he does lose this fight in a violent fashion, I would, I would, I would hope that he would sit back and reassess some things. I really would. Um, mm. But who knows, man? If you know, I, I get, I could say the same thing if they go out and they do have a bloodbath and it's a fucking three round war. I could say the same Thanks. shit. I don't want you to see anything else. But he could come out with a victory and be, and I could, and then I'm gonna go. All right. Well, I think he needs to fucking fight. The winner, if he comes in and just fucking lays waste to Justin Gaethje, you got to give him Islam or fucking Poirier or a fucking Oliveira. You know, you give him one of those guys. If he comes out and lays waste to Chandler, it's like, all right, dude, he's back. Mm-hmm. And then what does that say for Chandler? Who the fuck knows? But I'm gonna I'm gonna say Chandler via knockout round two. <laughs> that's my depressing ass call for this. It's a sad call, but I, I think that's how it's gonna go. Yeah. Um... Damn, dude, I kind of like the Ferguson taking it to round three, though. I'm going Ferguson by decision. Decision? Yeah. I'm going to go round three knockout Ferguson. I'm That's going, my hot take. Because I think That's my I hot really take. just think that they I are said going it. to beat the living fuck out of each other. Yeah, yep, and he's going to come third round get a TKO. That's my yeah, hot take. Three, I guess, yeah, it's only three rounds, so like... Ferguson's taking it round three. Yeah. Like, damn, I'm going Ferguson <laughs> by decision. I don't know if I like that, but uh, yeah, because I just don't see right. them, them two just don't. All don't right, Jordan, like it, they don't like yep. getting knocked out, man. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to be trying to go in with one. I didn't want to go, I didn't want to go Ferguson by knockout. Like, three no, knockouts dude, that's solid. Like, that's solid. Like, I like it. Um, but like. My head, my, my my head says Chandler's gonna win the fight, but like my heart says Tony Ferguson's gonna win it. Like, all right, it's just like, come on, man, we gotta get to see the legend get back on the fucking, get back on the trail. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. Love to see it. All right, dude. So honorable mentions, obviously, and then we'll get out of here. Um, before we do that, five pack CBD, twenty percent. Use the promo code Chaos. Boom. Um, Phoenix Fit. 15% promo code chaos FNX. You guys get that shit. Uh, the opening card on the fight, Joe Lowe's on Donald Cerrone. <laughs> that um, is honestly my my uh, my little sleeper fight because I feel like there is actually like a place in the UFC on the line in that fight. Like, Damn, that's that's a solid point. That's, although I don't think they would ever... That's sad to think. That's I, sad to think. I don't think they would ever co- like 
cut Donald Cerrone in any way? You know, are you giving him any favorable matchups? Probably not, unless it is like a Jim Miller, unless it is a, you know, a, a, an old dog fight. But do we really want to see that? You know, he's always going to have a place in the UFC because he is a very a company man, obviously. The legend. Yeah, and Joe Lozon, you know, he uh, he's up there as well, man. He was on the Ultimate Fighter season five, two thousand and seven. He made his debut in the UFC in two thousand six and beat Jens Pulver, and so he had a fucking crazy ass start. He's been in the business almost twenty years, and you know, hasn't been on the best, hasn't fought since 2019, I think. So that's like three years, you know, but it's going to be a crazy fight. That's for sure. The prelims are pretty, pretty exciting, I guess too. And it's cool. Shogun, see Shogun fight. Yeah. That's the other. Oh, I mean, well, let's, who are you calling this cowboy or Lozon? Damn. I'm I'm calling, I'm going cowboy. We're rooting rooting for legends to turn it around that night. Like I'm going to, I'm going to go Lozon by sub. I'm gonna go uh, Lozon by sub round two. Going cowboy with a fucking knockout. We're going damn. Back the knockout That's right. Damn Lozon. Right. All right, all right. That's, that's a, hard, that's a, a hard pick right there. That's, that's a gonna be pick. a bummer, dude. If Lozon gets fucking stretchered, that's gonna be a good time. A head kick. Oh, and then so another honorable mention: Owen Saint Peru versus Mauricio Shogunhua. So they originally fought in Brazil in a main event. And Mauricio Shogunhua got slept by Ovin St. Peru in, I think, like 14 seconds, 15 seconds or something like that, and completely silenced the Brazilian crowd. They're running it back a second time. Um, Mauricio just, I think, recently beat Little Nog or some shit. <laughs> like, did some ridiculous fight. But, I mean, this is just, I guess, an honorable mention as well. I mean, St. Peru hasn't been... Did not have a successful heavyweight go. He tried that, hopped back down, and I believe lost a recent fight as well. Um, and then Mauricio is just old, <laughs> and I don't know if he should necessarily be fighting guys that have in severely. I mean, they knocked him out cold. You know, I don't know if you should be fighting guys that have slept you before. Um, but at the same time, he is Mauricio Shogun Yuhua. He's dangerous, former light heavyweight champion. How do you think? How do you think this one's going? Before we go to sleep, going Shogun, going Shogun, man. God, you gonna go out here? You think he's just gonna fucking swing for the fences? You think he's just gonna go out reckless abandon? Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want too. That's what I want. So that's what I'm gonna say is gonna happen. But, but, what if Ovens chokes him out with the fucking Peru choke? That would be. Uh, what if that happens? That'd be some crazy shit. It'd be like seeing the Iron Lotus in fucking. You <laughs> <laughs> did it! It's a Barucho. It's the Iron Lotus. Yeah, dude, that'd be great. Don't, don't do it. It's suicide. Damn. All right. Well, I'm excited for the fights, man. Where do you Where are you watching them? Who are you watching them with? <laughs> so here's the funny. Here's the funny thing. Um, we, uh, my one of my homies bought uh tickets to the penguins rangers playoff game tomorrow night okay but we bought them before like the playoffs were even scheduled so like they they said they went on sale their standing room only tickets were like really affordable and the uh it's actually better seat than the upper bowl but that doesn't matter um the schedule got announced and we were like it's either going to be it's either going to be on friday or saturday or maybe sunday and they announced that it was Saturday at seven. So we're literally oh, gonna damn. like watch the early ones while we're up there. 
I might have them on, them on my phone on the like little thing. Yeah. While uh, if I can get the service yeah. in the arena, and yeah. then w- by the time the game's done, if it doesn't go into any overtimes, we should be out in time to even start the main card. Like we'll put it on in the car. Fuck yeah. And then get back to the house. We'll all watch them. Like hey, kind of thing. Like it's, it's get it. It's gonna get be it a how you get fiasco. it. But get like it how you get it, baby. It, it, playoff hockey, man. Let's go. Where are you yep. gonna be at? You That's gonna be, gonna be exciting. Chilling. Uh, yeah. Get off at like six, so I'm gonna fucking head home. Watch the prelims oh. here. Probably, probably just gonna hang out with somebody's. Go to a bar or something. Fuck me and the, got, me and the wife. Are, still put the fights on. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, a little pizza place down here called Little Wood Rose. Me and the wife like you know hitting that up. There's another place called Brick House. It's pretty good. We go and get some drinks. We've gone with friends and stuff before. Like, they don't get too rowdy either. And and, and that's the thing. I, I I'm far beyond that, dude. I did that for yeah. six seven years. I would go to bars and fucking rage and fucking just you know never crazy, never get crazy, but definitely wild. Like you know, yeah. you know how that gets. And then fights obviously happen. Like I've never been involved in one of those crazy ruckuses, yeah. but it just does, man. And I'm not uh, people get shot on 6th street i'm I'm about to try to go out fucking you know fight like i remember up here like a lot of people like i knew would go up to like quaker steak and lube yeah dude places like to go get like uh uh yeah that's really buffalo wild wings always fucking does that shit thing but like they um yeah a lot of people would go watch fights up there and like never really see any other places anymore around this uh area that like advertise like hey we'll have the fights on and stuff unless you say you go to like a buffalo wild wings or yeah. like a major like yep. kind of like a chain or some shit um yeah. you know what clutch is i'm like sucks. a block away from my jiu-jitsu gym and sometimes we'll just fucking throw them up on the tv there and watch them and have nice. people over and then dude I, big cards like this it's getting my money dude these are the best fighters in the world this is my sport all of the all of these main the best fighters in the fucking dude, world dude and the drama is beautiful getting ridiculous all yeah. of them like oh yeah like yeah. literally we're about to be blessed in July with like two great like pay per views. It's gonna be fucking insane. Like good night, man. All right, man. Yeah, no, it's gonna be. You're right. I didn't mean to cut you off. I got. I thought you were. I thought you were wrapping up. But yeah, no, it is. It's gonna be a fucking crazy ass fucking summer. The international fight card in July. The war room looked like the sneak peek of the war room. Fuck, dude. They're talking about. They're talking about Hamzat and fucking Diaz. They're talking about McGregor coming back. We got Stipe and fucking John Jones. God damn, yes. son. This fight tomorrow, regardless of the weight miss, man, Charles Oliveira Gaethje, you're going to both bring it. It's yes. fucking crazy. All right, man, you have a great night. Uh, everybody, yes, UFC 274 tomorrow. Check it out. We may even do a post show depending on what the fuck's going on. But you enjoy the hockey game, man. You enjoy yourself. Yes, have sir. a good time. And I'll connect with you on Sunday. Yeah, peace. Peace, bro.